This is the St. Longinus's Baptism Podcast Channel, Episode 32, A Good Friday Reflection, but first a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. All that I am, all that I have, and all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. Amen. So, basically, this Good Friday Reflection um, it's going to be based off of a rosary booklet I got over, um, the Lenten season. Um, I found these, these meditations to be very spiritually enriching. And I wanted to share these. Um, these meditations with you because you really can't do it, especially on Twitter. You can't tweet this, this stuff out because, you know, they're not meant for a modern, uh, a modern audience with a five second attention span. You know, these are actually meant to be meditated upon, but I, I found these, um, these meditations to be especially um, spiritually enriching. And for those of you who are uh, really involved with the rosary, I'm what I'm about ready to say is not going to surprise you. But I suspect the reason why the Sorrowful Mysteries are on Friday is because Good Friday falls on a Friday, and the the mysteries of the rosary, of the sorrowful mysteries, I should say, fall under the sorrowful mysteries, which basically cover the events of Good Friday. So, you know, like I said, those who know their rosary, you know, already know this. Uh, my last statement was for those of you who didn't know. Um and by the way, um, this is this is just my uh, theory. I, to be quite honest, I've never come across any material that explains why the placings of different mysteries throughout the week why they're done the way they are. But my theory is, you know, the sorrowful mysteries fall on Friday for the very simple fact that um, they deal with, you know, the events of Good Friday. Anyhow, the booklet that I'm taking these mysteries out of is called The Garland of Roses. And in these meditations, they list um, other passages written by saints. So, um, I'm going to put the name of the booklet in the show notes, and I'm also going to list 
the um the names of the um the meditations from the saints that are listed on the different mysteries. And of course, this is written in the Dewey Rames uh, vernacular. I'm going to try to, you know, make it as intelligible to you guys as I can. But bear in mind, I'm trying to do this at the same time that I'm trying to read. So try, try to bear with me if it's possible. Then Jesus came with them to a country place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go yonder and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to grow sorrowful and be sad. St. Matthew chapter 26 verses 36 to 37. And there appeared before him, an angel from heaven strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed the longer, and his sweat became as drops of blood trickling down upon the ground. St. Luke chapter 22, verses 43 through 44. Here's the meditations. When he gone a little way, and by the way, if I haven't made this clear, um, this is the first sorrowful mystery, the agony of Jesus in the garden. So, um, anyway, so the meditation starts off with, when he had gone a little way, Jesus suddenly felt such a sharp, bitter attack of sadness, grief, fear, and weariness that he immediately uttered, even in their presence, those anguished words which gave expression to his overburdened feelings. My soul is sorrowful even to death. Our most holy Savior knew his ordeal was now imminent and just about, over, just about to overtake him. The treacherous betrayer, the bitter enemies, binding ropes, false accusations, slanders, blows, thorns, nails, the cross, and the horrible torture stretch out over many hours. Over and above these, he was tormented by the thought of his disciples' terror and the ineffable grief of his beloved mother. Let us pause and contemplate with a divine with a devout mind, our commander lying on the ground in humble supplication. When he prayed, he did not merely fall down, oh, I'm sorry, did not nearly kneel down, but rather threw his whole body face downward and lay prostrate on the ground. Then in that pitiable, pitiful posture, he implored his father's mercy. That meditation was taken from St. Thomas More. D. Tristina Christi, and I don't speak Latin, so uh, it'll be listed in the show notes. The next meditation is, Poor souls, for whom Christ shed so much blood, who so much grieved his heart in his sorrowful agony when he saw, in all the horror of his eminent passion, the uselessness of his agony for so many souls. 
Oh, how bitter to the sacred heart was such a thought. And this was taken from St. Francis Xavier Cabrini. Um, you Vatican II types might know her as Mother Cabrini. Letter to the alumni of Rome. Okay. So, the second sorrowful mystery is, is Jesus scourged at the pillar. And then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him. St. John chapter 19, verse 1. He was wounded for our iniquities. He was bruised for our sins. By his bruises we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. Pilate, the, for, uh, the foreign governor, allowed himself to be gained over by the crafty machinations of the proud Pharisees. Not that he was ignorant that their uh, allegation of the public good was only a veil to cover their own envy, but either from weariness of resisting their important demands or their desire to win favor with the more powerful of the people, he thought it worthwhile to, per to purchase his own tranquility or the favor of others at the cost of an illustrious man who seemed quite as the same stamp as Elijah or Jeremiah among the prophets or John the Baptist among men of that time. And um, here we go. Okay. Jesus being taken prisoner by the authority of the government, his enemies out of their own malice went on further to ensure themselves that he should be treated with every possible cruelty and ignominy by their own service, servants. He was dragged through the ways and streets of the city and in the midst of a crowd who offered him every sort of outrage, hurried with violence from one house to another before different tribunals, mocked, reviled, spit upon, and beaten with blows, so that at last brought before Pilate with false witnesses against him, amidst of the furious clamor of an excited mob who cried out for his death and his death upon the cross. Now here's a uh, meditation. Nonetheless, the judge hesitated, knowing the innocence of the accused, until they suggested to him that he would lose Caesar's favor if he set, for, if he set free a man designated king of the Jews who would soon raise a revolt and that he was made to yield and and thus he was made to yield to the wishes of the accusers and gave up Jesus after he caused him to be inhumanly torn by scourges over his entire his whole body from head to foot he was delivered to him to be crucified this meditation is from saint francis xavier Explanation of the Creed. Um, this St. Francis the Savior um, was one of the uh, Jesuit, um, 
one, uh, I'm not sure if he was the Jesuit founders or one of the first Jesuit, uh, one of the first Jesuits of the order, but he, he's a pretty important Jesuit. And, um, that's, that's the second sorrowful mystery. The third sorrowful mystery, Jesus is crowned with thorns. And the soldiers led Jesus away into the court of the palace and plating a crown of thorns, they put it upon him and they struck his head with a reed and they did spit on him. Mark, uh, I'm sorry, St. Mark chapter 13, I'm sorry, chapter 15 verses 16 through 17 and verse 19. And we have seen him despised the most abject of men, a man of sorrows. And his look was if, as it were hidden and despised. I'm going to repeat that. And we have seen him despised, the most abject of men, a man of sorrows. And his look was as it were hidden and despised. Isaiah chapter 53, verses um, 2 through 3. Okay. Before they crucified our Lord, the emissaries of the Pharisees, having dressed him in mockery with the robes of a king and with the crown of thorns on his head, a reed for his scepter in his hand, made sport of him, bowing the knee before him in ironic homage and hailing him king of the Jews, then spitting in his face and striking him on the cheek again and again and snatching the reed from his right hand to strike him with it on his head crowned with thorns. St. Francis Xavier's uh, taken from the explanation of the creed. Go, O my soul, and recognize Jesus for what he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Return thanks to him and love him now that he has become for love of you a king of sorrows. St. Alphonsus Liguri, Passion and Death of Jesus Christ. My Lord, you have come into the world of sinners and have purchased for us so great a price. You have paid for our false joys by suffering such cruel torments and blows. You have cured my blindness with the blindfold that covered your divine eyes and my vanity with that cruel crown of thorns. St. Teresa of Avila in her autobiography. I saw the river over which every soul must, must pass to reach the kingdom of heaven, and the name of that river was Suffering. And I saw the boat which carried the souls across the river. And the name of that boat was love. To suffer and to be despised for the love of you, O Lord. And that's taken from St. John of the Cross. The fourth sorrowful mystery. And bearing his cross, Jesus went forth to that place which is called Calvary. But in Hebrew, Golgotha, St. John chapter 19, verse 17. 
And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah um, chapter 53, or yeah, chapter 53, verse 6. Behold my soul, now that our condemned Savior is passing. Behold how he moves along, dripping with blood that keeps flowing from his still fresh wounds, crowned with thorns and laden with the cross. Alas, how at every motion is the pain of all his wounds renewed. The cross, from the first moment, begins its torture, pressing heavily upon his wounded shoulders and cruelly acting like a hammer upon the crown of thorn. Uh, I'm sorry, upon the, yeah, the crown of thorns. St. Francis of Assisi, seeing a lamb led to slaughter, could not refrain from tears, saying, As the lamb is led to slaughter, so was my innocent Lord conducted for me to the death of the cross. I am sorry for having offended you, O Lamb of God, and I give my whole self to you. O God, every step, how great were your sufferings. Let us meditate upon the sentiments of love where Jesus in in this journey is drawing toward Calvary where death awaits him. O my Redeemer, my God, my love, my all. O Mary, my mother, obtain for me strength to bear my cross in peace. St. Alphonsus Liguri, the passion and death of our Lord Jesus Christ, and also from the way of salvation. How can we enjoy, along with the pleasures and pastimes, what our Jesus won for us at so at that our Jesus won for us at the cost of so much blood. It is impossible. And do we think with vain honors we can imitate him in the contempt he suffered so that we might reign forever? Shall we not at least weep with the daughters of Jerusalem since we do not with the Cyrene, he's talking about Simon Cyrene, Help him carry his cross. This is St. Teresa of Avila in her autobiography. And the fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion. And it was almost the sixth hour, and there was darkness all over the earth until the ninth hour. And Jesus crying with a loud voice said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And saving this, he gave up the ghost. St. Luke chapter 23, verse 44 and 46. Now, there stood by the cross the mother. When the men had all fled away, intrepid she stood, the mother of Jesus, gazing with loving eyes upon the wounds of her son, by which she knew all would be redeemed. This is written from uh, St. Ambrose. Um, I think it's from the Institutes of the Virgin. I'm not sure. Let us lift up our eyes and look upon Jesus, the author of our salvation. 
Let us meditate on how our Lord is suspended on the cross and fixed to it with nails. The life of the soul of Christ. Behold then how the life of your soul is hanging here. Why do you feel no sorrow, no compassion? If he is your life, nay, because he is your life, how can you keep yourselves back from him? Must you not be ready to, uh, with Peter and uh, St. Peter and St. Thomas to go to prison and to suffer death with him? He hangs before you that he may arouse you, may arouse you to compassion for him. He says to you, all who pass by the way, attend and see if there, is, if there be any sorrow like my sorrow. Truly, no sorrow is like his sorrow. For those whom he redeemed by so much suffering, he loses again so quickly. His passion was indeed powerful enough to redeem all men. And yet see how many all hasten to their own damnation. Is there for anything, I'm sorry, is there for him any greater sorrow than this? Yet no one seems to care or think about, think of this. I'm going to repeat that because this is pretty powerful. Yet no one seems to care or think about this. Must we not then fear what God said of old? I regret that I have made them. And he may now repeat in a new form, I regret that I have redeemed them. How mortal were, the, were your wounds, which only the medicine of the blood of the Son of God can heal. See your true dignity and worth, since it is made at such an, uh, an inestimable price was paid for you. And that meditation was taken from St. Anthony of Padua, Sermon on the Cross. So, I found, I found this, uh, these particular meditations on the Sorrowful Mystery to, um, to be really spiritually inspiring. I hope that they are for you too. And I just want to wish you a blessed and happy Easter. And God bless you. I'm praying for you all. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye-bye.